Hi, everybody. It's Nick Forster. This week, we go back to the days when we could record our shows in front of a live audience, this time at Red Rocks Amphitheater in Colorado. This is part two of our special show recorded late last summer. Here it comes. This week from Red Rocks Amphitheater, it's part two of our special E-Town On the Road with this week's musical guests. Originally from Boulder, Colorado, and now living in Nashville, the Wood Brothers. From Portland, Oregon, Fruition. And from Asheville, North Carolina, Steep Canyon Rangers. I'm Helen Forster, and right now, here comes our host, Nick Forster. Thank you, Helen. Thanks, everybody. Welcome to E-Town from Red Rocks. We're going to start out by reminding you all where we are. We've talked about Red Rocks Amphitheater a lot, how beautiful it is, a remarkable 9,500-seat natural amphitheater with the top row sitting about 6,500 feet above sea level. But before we hear from our musical guests, I want to tell you a little bit about the human history of this place. Of course, it was most likely used for tribal gatherings by the Utes or other tribes long before But the first real promoter of events here was a guy named John Brisbane Walker, who made a lot of money when he sold Cosmopolitan magazine to William Randolph Hearst back in 1905. So he then bought the land, now called Red Rocks Park. It was roughly a square mile. Along the way, he discovered that music sounded really good in this natural amphitheater. So he brought in live brass bands, he set off fireworks, he presented opera singers. In fact, the famous Scottish opera singer Mary Garden who had performed in opera houses all over Europe and the U.S., she sang at Red Rocks in 1911, and she called it her favorite place to sing in the world. So eventually, John Walker sold the whole thing to the city of Denver, actually in 1927. That began the actual building of infrastructure with help from the WPA and the Civilian Conservation Corps right after the Great Depression. So work began in 1936, took five years to complete, building stairs, stage, restrooms, and bench seating. The whole thing opened up in 1941, and it's been home to performances by just about every famous musician you've ever heard of. Beatles, Hendrix, big bands, hip-hop, EDM, country. It has all happened here at Red Rocks. And this week, we are going back to that iconic stage to present three bands, Steep Canyon Rangers, Fruition, and the featured band for this week, Colorado Natives, Oliver and Chris Wood, along with John O'Ricks, the distinctive and soulful trio, our special guests, the Wood Brothers. Nothing's ever for certain 
Until the levee breaks down The water comes in and the river The river takes the town There's a shelter at a high school gym They got blankets and food But you won't sleep easy No, you won't sleep easy It's been a few days since I heard any word from you And I don't sleep easy No, I don't sleep easy And the rain keeps coming And the rain keeps coming And the rain keeps coming For certain, tell the levee breaks down. The water comes in, and the river, the river takes the town. River takes the town. River takes the town. Away, but it will never be the same. No, it'll never be the same. Since you held my hand and kissed me the very first day, no, I'll never be the same. No, I'll never be the same. And the rain keeps coming, never be the same. And the rain keeps coming. And the rain keeps coming, never be the same. And the rain keeps coming. And the rain keeps coming, never be the same. And the rain keeps coming, never be the same. Nothing's ever for certain. song called Postcards from Hell. Just what he feels 
Keeps a letter in the pocket of his coat But he never breaks the sea Set up in a barroom corner Playing for tips and beer People carrying on and drinking And you got a strain to Some old cheap guitar, but he can play on pots and pans. You never heard a soul so pure and true, it's flowing right out of his hands. He can sing sweet as a choir girl, and he can sing a house on fire. See now, calling up the angels. He's a breeze for the telephone wire. And if you ask him how he sings his blues so well, he said, I got a soul that I won't sell. I got a soul that I won't sell. I got a soul that I won't sell. And I don't read postcards from hell.
sweeping in the doorway And maybe living outside On his back just like a cockroach But he ain't waiting to die If you ask him How he sings his blues so well He said, I got a song that I won't sell I got a song that I won't sell I got a song that I won't sell Postcards from hell. Wow, the Wood Brothers live here at Red Rocks. As you know, we recorded this last summer back when we could still have people gathering and go to big concerts and stuff in this uh, COVID era. I thought it would be good to just check in with the Wood Brothers and see how they're doing. We actually managed to catch up with Oliver Wood at home. Oliver Wood, great to visit with you. First of all, how's your family? How's everybody? You've got a, a wide open calendar this year, right? Pretty so. wide open. Yeah, lots of time for family. Family time's been awesome. There's been a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> My wife and I have amazed ourselves. Of, uh, obviously, it's way the longest we've ever spent together without you know me going yeah. on tour. Usually she gets a lot of breaks from me and no breaks right now. So. Right. You have to go another level deeper, don't you? Yes. Um, how was your experience playing Red Rocks last summer? Well, did you have a good time? It's such a good time. It's such a, a world away at this point. It's so weird. We, we've talked about it before, but I grew up seeing concerts there as a teenager and we played there once a year for the last 10 years or something, so I can put myself there in a minute. But that was a real special one. It was awesome having you guys there, and it felt like a really cool party. Yeah, it was really great. Um, what are you seeing around you in Nashville in terms of how are musicians adapting to this current reality? Well, I can tell we're all a little stir-crazy. We, we, we don't go out that much personally, but we do see a few friends on the porch and... But I get the feeling people are cooped up. They're on a positive note. I think people are getting creative about how to be creative and they're getting inspired in new ways and working outside of the normal box. And as far as performing and even recording music from a distance sometimes, I mean, yeah. we're, we're doing some of that where we're trying to record some stuff and collaborate as much as possible, but we don't necessarily yeah. always get together, so. Yeah. Well, listen, I just wanted to have a quick touch-in because it would just, just seem odd to have this show suddenly pop up onto the radio sure. from last year when everybody could go to concerts and, yeah. and, uh, and make sure that you guys are okay. Jono and Chris are all doing well. Yep, everybody's doing all right. I think we're all feeling like everybody else where it started out kind of an interesting, cool vacation and psychological experiment, and now it's starting to feel like it's dragging on a little bit. So, But we're all healthy and doing okay, thanks. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, it's great to hear your voice. Um, glad everybody's doing well. And again, we're going to go back to the stage at Red Rocks now, but I just wanted to check in. Hey, it was great to talk to you, Nick. Thanks, man. Okay, that's Oliver Wood. We are going to go back to the stage at Red Rocks right now for some more music from the Wood Brothers.
feet of weird Gonna let you dry But you gotta make me Shoe fly pie Beautiful. Shoot. 
That's the Wood Brothers, originally from Boulder, Colorado, now living in Nashville, Tennessee. Honey Jar recording artist Chris Wood on the bass and vocals, Oliver Wood on guitar and vocals, John O'Ricks on drums, vocals, shitar, percussion, and keyboards. The Wood Brothers. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. If you tuned in late and you've missed some of this week's program, the E-Town podcast will have this episode and others, along with content from past shows as well. It's available for free in Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and all those other podcast directories. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. This is E-Town. More music coming up from the Wood Brothers, and Fruition will be up soon. But first, last week we got to spend some time with the Steep Canyon Rangers, both backstage and on stage. Right now, we're going to go back to the stage at Red Rocks and hear a little more music from them. Here they are from North Carolina, the Steep Canyon Rangers. Nothing for love. 
you so much, Joe. We got time for one more tune. Such an honor, such an honor being here. Y'all have a wonderful evening. We'll see you soon. train before they shut it down the last line going that way last chance hidden out of town thought I heard the driver say pack my bags and all my things and left them all behind red light flashing across that river bridge and I'm heading down to Caroline Every day till every day ran dry Never stopped to look behind me Or turn to say goodbye So tell the ones I love this rain Everything was meant to break in the 
That's the Steep Canyon Rangers from Asheville, North Carolina. They are Yep Rock recording artist Woody Platt on guitar, Graham Sharp on the banjo, Mike Gugino on the mandolin, Mike Ashworth on the drums, Barrett Smith on the bass, Nikki Sanders on the fiddle. I'm Nick Forster. You're listening to E-Town. We've got lots more music coming up this week as we continue with our special show from Red Rocks that was recorded last year, way back when we used to be able to go to big concerts with thousands of people safely. I know we all miss that experience, and I hope you're getting a good flavor of what that experience is like. Not to tease you, but to appease you, hopefully. The other guests on this special show are the band Fruition. They'll be on in just a bit. But first, I wanted to follow up about that character, John Brisbane Walker, who bought this land and really established Red Rocks as a world-renowned concert venue. He married his third wife, Iris Calderhead, in 1918. And she moved from the East Coast to Colorado at that time. She had been very involved in the suffragette movement and had been arrested along with many other prominent women, including my grandmother, apparently, for picketing in front of the White House and demonstrating to try to convince Woodrow Wilson that this was a good idea to give women the vote. It's amazing to think that August 18th, 2020 is the 100th anniversary of the passage of the 19th Amendment to the Constitution guaranteeing the right of every woman in America to vote. It took 42 years since the bill was first introduced in Congress before it was passed by both houses. And while that seems like a long time ago, it's also incredible that it took that long. It's also more incredible in a way that voting rights is still such a profound and ongoing struggle in this country today. But the guy who helped launch Red Rocks married a well-educated, strong and outspoken woman And when she got here to Colorado, she and her husband launched a newspaper right here in Morrison, Colorado, with a commitment to, quote, outspoken and fearless discussion of the great questions of the day. So John Brisbane Walker died in uh, the 1930s, and his widow, Iris Calderhead Walker, remarried, moved to New Mexico and then Arizona, where she died in 1966, exactly one year after Oliver Wood was born. Okay, a little Red Rocks history. Now for some Red Rocks music. Part two of our special this year features all the same guests from part one, Steep Canyon Rangers from North Carolina, the Wood Brothers originally from Colorado and now living in Nashville, and our next guests who got together in Portland, Oregon and played on the streets before really getting serious and writing songs and touring everywhere. They're obviously not touring now, but here they are from last summer, live on stage at Red Rocks, Fruition.
That's Fruition, originally from Portland, Oregon. Jacob Anderson, Kellen Acebrook, Mimi Nadja, Jeff Leonard, and Tyler Thompson. 
Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by Silk, a pioneer of plant-based beverages that supports the environment as the charter sponsor of Change the Course, a program created by National Geographic to help conserve and restore fresh water to the planet. More about Silk's environmental commitments and plant-based nutrition at silk.com. And by our diverse family of NPR affiliates and community stations, plus college and commercial stations, as well as our international stations and podcast subscribers worldwide. Thank you for your continued support. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who hear E-Town on stations like WCLZ in Portland, Maine, KBCO in Denver and Boulder, Colorado, and on WUGA in Athens, Georgia. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, if you'd like more information about any of our guests this week or would like to see photos from this week's show, everything is there online at etown.org. Okay, live music, a little history, some live energy recorded last year. Before we go back to the stage at Red Rocks, I did have a chance last year to go backstage and talk with the Wood Brothers about this show, and here's that conversation now. We are backstage at Red Rocks with the Wood Brothers, and most of you know about the Wood Brothers. Chris and Oliver Wood grew up here in Boulder, Colorado. Their dad, as you may remember, was a molecular biologist, but more importantly was really a folk singer. Mom was a poet. They grew up around music and art. They chose different paths. Oliver eventually headed down to Atlanta to play first with Tinsley Ellis and then his own band, King Johnson. Chris went to the New England Conservatory to study jazz bass and moved to New York City and founded Modesky, Martin, and Wood. But they have been working together for a long time now. They came together sort of coincidentally at first, but they just decided that it was time for them to make music together, and the Wood Brothers, as a band, was born. Now it's a trio along with John O'Ricks, and all three of them live in Nashville. Um, They've been working really hard. They just put out their seventh, maybe, studio release about a year and a half ago. That's not counting, I think, maybe four live records, so they are busy, and they tour a lot. But today they are headlining... Red Rocks. Anybody who grows up in Colorado knows that that's the dream, that's the goal, that's the, oh my God, here we are. We're headlining Red Rocks, and here we are. Welcome, the Wood Brothers. Thank you, Nick. To E-Town, and so cool that you're doing this whole Red Rocks thing. It's just so wild. Thank you. It's pretty wild. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Tell me about what's going on in your world in Nashville these days. So, first of all, you guys living in the same town, having the opportunity to connect for either writing or recording what's um, what's that like um well it's awesome we've taken it to a, a pretty high level of awesome uh, <laughs> we <laughs> if that's what you call it um we've been doing this yeah it's been a long day <laughs> that's why our vocabulary has just yeah. been reduced to awesome awesome yeah. um, okay that our, makes you a jam band officially yeah actually. no no it's, no it's more than that totally literally it's, it's like um, more awesome than that <laughs> um, no we um 
Our last uh, recording we did, uh, our last album we did with a guy named Brooke Sutton as the engineer, and he had a really cool church studio. And we really liked working with him, and he lost his lease, and we were starting to think about making a new record, and we were like, wow, let's just... We also need a rehearsal space. And we need a rehearsal space. We lost space our rehearsal space. space. That's right, we lost our rehearsal space. So we are like, let's get a building together. Yeah, let's so. go in on something that can be a studio exactly. and a rehearsal space, storage. Yeah, so we, we searched for a couple of months and found this perfect building, which happens to be right in the neighborhood that Chris and I live in, oh, even wow. better. The whole thing was an experiment, right? Because we just got this building, and it was kind of magically had a, a nice layout for the studio. It had big rooms. The big main tracking room is big enough to fit an orchestra in. So we did some soundproofing and a little bit of work, but we really didn't know what we had till we got in there and started playing. So the first thing we did is just set up some drums, set up some amps, Brooke set up some mics, and we just started improvising and playing just for fun, just to see what it sounded like. And we were really pleasantly surprised at how amazing it sounded and how inspiring it was to play in the space. We did about five sessions like that and ended up creating this whole bed of source material that then we drew from to write our new record. Wild. But there's a certain way that you play when you just improvise and you don't have a song, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. If you write a song and you learn the song and then you go to record the song, you will never do some of the things that you might do if you were just improvising yeah. together. Right. Never right? again capture that stuff. Yeah. So that was our sort of little way of capturing some of the things that we can all do musically that yeah. we would never do if we were sort of trying right. to arrange a song. And, you know, Paul, we think of a couple of records that came to mind as inspiration were, you know, Paul Simon Graceland. He went yeah. to Africa, jammed with all these guys, got this incredible source music, mm -hmm. wrote music over that. Talking Heads, too, like that was Talking a thing, heads, the David Byrne thing. The right? Remain in Light record, right? right? They all jammed and created the music first. Right. David Byrne rented a car and drove all around the country listening to that, listening to the radio, just driving, thinking, listening, writing lyrics, and then those songs were born yeah, from that's that. That's so cool. That's yeah. so cool. And you're right, you get to infuse the song with a little bit of that excitement and danger of yeah. the moment when you're making it, and you can't really recreate that if you already know what's coming and you know what the form and what the structure of the song is. Um, so let me ask you this. Are there times where you've also you know, really wasted a whole bunch of time. Like, oh man, we just spent, you know, two days just jamming, thinking we were really cool. And then we went, listened back and it's like, boy, that's didn't really work. Uh, but yeah, well, well, once in a while, I mean, we definitely spend a little bit of time on things and just like, I don't know, and then come back and sometimes it's awesome and sometimes it's okay. But you know, I don't think that ever happened with the jams. Not with no. the jams. Amazingly, on every day we went in there, there's moments where we thought we were like, oh, you know, this is the fifth day we're doing this. Ah, we're just not getting anything today. It's always at that moment when you listen back and it's like, whoa, we were so checked out at that moment. Yeah, we were just like, of not caring, this is know, some garbage like, I'm playing right now. And it's, it's amazing. And that, that's what we cut up. And Jono, what are you playing in the studio mostly? A lot of drums, but also a lot of shitar. And but yeah, Jono's yeah. incredible piano player. Right. Percussion, piano. Yeah. And we're all singing. And yeah. It yeah. sounds like a dream scenario for any musicians and particularly a band that yeah. can get in there and work and you know each other so well, you can communicate so easily with each other. Yeah. 
that you can really fall into that groove and just make something happen. Mm -hmm. And now you can do it whenever your schedule allows. Yeah, and you can take a super long lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, or just yeah. work a couple hours some days and then so go. So it, it works out really well. Oh, that's really yeah. great. Yeah. Well, listen, um, we are going to get back to music in a minute, but before we do, I just I don't want to ever underestimate the influence of your parents, your mother who is a poet and certainly interested in art and language, and your dad who is a folk singer, and true to his title yeah. as a folk singer, he's still writing songs. Yeah. And they're kind of political protest songs. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. he's pissed. He's, uh, he's pissed, <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's putting them up, making videos, and, you know, yeah. he's, oh, he's really... He's raging. He's still trying to change the world. That's yeah. so That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have a song, I, I'm, I'm not going to try to change the world, I just need more love, or something mm. like that. Oh, right? yeah, something like this that. is it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. which of course is true also, but he's definitely fighting the fight. Yeah. What an inspiration, and I know that your early musical upbringing was influenced by his record collection, and just the idea of that people, when they get together, they sing, they make music. Yeah. Mm. Not everybody grows up with that. Yeah, yeah, and we really took it for granted, I think. We didn't know that wasn't normal. Yeah. So now we really appreciate it. Like, dang, we were lucky. Yeah, it wasn't until we started the Wood Brothers that I think we looked back and realized, like, oh, he was the first live music we saw. Yeah. You know, and yeah. he's, he's and he good. Was just stripped down him yeah. and a just guitar. Just him and his guitar, but he was one of, like, a real folky. Like, he yeah. knows a lot of songs right. and just keeps them coming. Remembers all the remembers words. Remembers all the words. Yeah. Yeah. How old is your dad now? He's 83, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Is he in the audience today? Yep. yep. He's, he's out there he's somewhere. Here. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, well, let's get back to music. The Wood Brothers here at Red Rocks on E-Town. I'm going to send this out to our father, Mr. Bill Wood, who's sitting in the audience. He's making us nervous. He'll probably make us screw it up, but he's probably why we do this. the hill, same old tree stand there still It's a little bit sweet It's a little bit bitter In my old bed I fall asleep and the spirits visit me And I wake up and I'm all alone, stuck inside my skin and bone. It's a little bit sweet, it's a little bit bitter. Bitter sweet, that's the way love is made. Little boy. 
That's the Wood Brothers, originally from Boulder, now living in Nashville, Tennessee. Honey Jar recording artist. Their latest is called One Drop of Truth. Chris Wood on the bass and vocals. Oliver Wood on guitar and vocals. John O'Ricks on drums and vocals. Shatar, percussion, keyboards. Such a great sound. I want to thank all our guests this week. Thanks to the Steep Canyon Rangers. Thanks to Fruition. Thanks to Helen Forster and our crew for putting together this whole show, especially Todd Ayers and Zach Littlefield. And special thanks to the Wood Brothers. I'm Nick Forster. I hope you've enjoyed our visit to Red Rocks in the midst of the no-concert season. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. Get some kissing back. Every night you get the same old dream. There's a spoonful of honey where your heart should be. And there's a honey here in love, your spoon. Ooh, honey jam and love, your spoon. Big hard candy green eyes 
Special thanks this week to our friends at AEG. The show was recorded live at Red Rocks Amphitheater in Morrison, Colorado. This is a production of E-Town. That's E-Town, live from Red Rocks. I'm Nick Forster. Thank you for listening.